What's up, Hockey Think Tank fam? This is Jeffrey J. Hulavecchio. I'll be your captain for the next 10 minutes. We have 10 minutes on the clock. I have my guest, Topher Scott. Guest? Nope. Co-pilot. You know what I mean. All right. <laughs> Topher has no idea what the topic is. This is short shifts. We have 10 minutes on the clock. Topher, your topic is tryouts. All right. There's a lot we can talk about tryouts. When I was younger, they put the names on a list and walked out, bang, put it on the wall for everybody to see. That's how they did it. I kind of liked that back then. I don't know. Like, I got cut, and I cried. But, like, looking back, that was great for me. Um, I know that everybody doesn't do that anymore. There's different ways that they do it. Do they email? Do they send it out? I had one guy recently tell me whose kid was at a junior trial, and he didn't know if his player made it or not. <laughs> mm. He had a meeting with the coach, and he left the meeting and didn't know. If he made <laughs> no way. He had yes. a meeting with the coach and still yes. didn't know if he made he it or no not. Way. His dad was like, did you make it? And he was like, I, I, I don't know. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So with tryouts, um, I'll, I want to talk kind of about multiple things in tryouts, like ways to go about it. How many do you think are necessary? Uh, one, two, five, ten. Is it a month long? Do you take them on a tournament, evaluate them there? And then what are your thoughts on like how to actually post who's making the team and things like that? Okay. A lot of different ways we can go here. Um, so let's see here. I think let's talk macro first. If you're an organization, try to make the tryouts as objective as possible. Bring people in to evaluate that have nothing to do with that team you know what i mean or even like the organization like bring in hockey people from like outside the organization to help because uh it, you know how it goes parents will be like oh my kid didn't make the team because of politics and a lot of times example? they're right <laughs> like yeah honestly who like who are you looking for like where where do you go to find these people you could find just like good hockey people that that you know that have nothing to do with your organization. Maybe not like from a rival organization or something like that, but maybe it's a you know maybe it's a, a coach that used to coach with the organization, but now it, gotcha. you know their kids are are gone. You know things like that, and so you know, making it objective. I also think you should have some sort of tryout sheet where you're actually kind of like. I don't want to say ranking the kids, but like giving the having some feedback. So like if a kid doesn't make a certain team, you can kind of be like, well, this is kind of like the things that you need to work on so that maybe, you know, you can make the team next year. And that also, you know, if you're a tier two club, it helps it with retention because then people will be like, okay, they care about me and they gave me some feedback and these are the things I need to work on. Uh, awesome. Right. Type stuff. Um, so I think that's, that's part of it. I think as a, coach when you're looking at who to select for your team first of all let's like you know call a spade a spade here like there's so many freaking tryouts particularly at the tier one level where there's not even tryouts like tryouts are like a formality and like the kids already know they're on the team and stuff and i hate when like the tryouts are in the spring and not in the fall because you don't you used to have to like earn to make the team like i was one of those guys who also at one point when i, I think it was a peewee you know the 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 list got put up on the boards and and I was looking for my name and like a hundred percent sure my name was going to be on there. And then it wasn't. <laughs> and they go, wait, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. And hey, yo. you get cut and then all of a sudden blah, blah, blah. So, um, but that ended up being one of the best things that ever happened to me getting cut, which most people will tell you that when one door closes, another one opens. And a lot of times the one that opens is the right door for you. Right. And so <clears throat> um, for now transitioning to the kids, like, 
you know, just because you get cut and during tryouts doesn't mean your life is over and prove a point. Like for me, it was on proving those people wrong. I'm going to prove those people wrong. And the team that cut me halfway through the year, they asked my coach that I was playing for if I can leave that team and go to their team. Wow. <laughs> I was so pissed. I was yeah. so pissed. I'm like, I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to freaking prove Did them wrong. Did you go or no? Nope. I said, nope. screw you. And I stayed with my coach. Um, right. It was Stan. So we, everybody who knows this podcast knows my crazy Russian coach, Stan. And, and, uh, and yeah. So, uh, but coach, when you're looking, <clears throat> when you're looking to pick your team, um, you know, I think it's really important to pick kids who are competitive uh, and, and show a passion for the game. Because for me, I'm not ever going to take a kid on my team. That's not coachable anymore. Like it's not worth my mental health to try. So, so to break that down, how are you, you're running the tryout. Is mm-hmm. it, is it, mainly skill skates is it mainly games no. is it no skill i'm doing t- i'm doing a ton of small area games small i'm area doing a ton of small area games i'm doing some five on five type stuff um i would also like it, it depends on how many tryouts you have right you want to get as much information as you can on the kids but like yeah like if you're doing a skill skate like watching the kid who are the kids that really care about this thing who are the kids that I'm going to go down on the ice and I'm going to coach some of these kids and maybe I'm going to coach some of these kids hard and see how they take it. <laughs> because like, honestly, like at the end of the day now and Steve Miller, who's one of the top coaches in college hockey, he's won national championships in multiple different places. He's an associate head coach at Minnesota right now. We did an interview with him back during COVID one of the, you know, uh, 10 questions type thing. And he was like, <laughs> you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to recruit kids that I want to coach. And if I go down and I talk to a kid and, and, and I don't like them, then I'm not going to recruit them <laughs> because at the end of the day, I have to spend four years with them. Right. And so like as, as a coach, like going down and really getting to know the kids by hopping on the ice or maybe hopping on the bench during one of the games or, you know, being a ref in a skills session or uh, a smaller game session. So like, I, I don't know. I just think as a coach, really kind of getting into the nitty gritty and finding out who the kids are because at the end of the day, you, you want to coach the kids you want to coach. And those are the kids that you're going to pick, right? Um, For kids, any advice that I have about tryouts, be the most competitive person out there. At the end of the day, be the most competitive person out there and do the little things really well. Work really hard, take short shifts, have great stick pressure, and just have a positive attitude at the end of the day. Like have a positive attitude at the end of the day. I think it goes a long way in tryouts. And so, um, yeah, I, I... Hopefully I answered a lot of the different things. I don't know if yeah. there were specific things or. Yeah. No, that was, that was a, a lot of what I was looking for. How about announcing the team? How you, how, like, I, you know, I don't have anything to do with that anymore. So like, what, how do you, <laughs> how, how are people doing that? How do you think it should be done? You personally? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's nice to give people feedback. You know, I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of posting the list online or, or post. And maybe maybe you can do that to start because everybody wants to know yesterday if they made the team. Right. But then have follow-up conversations. And again, that's why I think it's good to have evaluators there that are actually watching the tryouts and, and can give, you know, concise feedback to potentially some of the kids who didn't make the team on on why and what they can do to, to be better so they can make the team the next year. But, you know, I think it's I think it's a good service. And again, if you're talking about customer service and I put that in quotes, customer service. So like the people that are going to be a part of your organization, like you want to provide things like that. It shows that you care. It shows that you're willing to put in the work. And, then, and at the end of the day, that goes a long way. And a lot of youth hockey programs, retention is a big deal. 
yeah. recruiting has become so unbelievably stupid and nuts in, in youth hockey that retention is a big deal. If you want to keep your program afloat and you want to keep your program, you know, at, at the heights of, of where you want to go. Right. And so what can you do? A lot of that has to do with showing them that you care and providing them feedback that can make them better. I love that. That was something that I know we did it. Um, when I was coaching those two years with like the last, the last round of cuts, we did a meeting Let you know, it was as long as it needed to be, whatever that meant. Some were short, some were longer with kids yeah. um, who didn't make the team. And obviously the kids who did make the team. Um, I don't think we did it like with the first round of cuts when it went from like a hundred to like 60 or, you know, I don't know. I don't even know what it was. Right. Um, is that something that you think that you should be doing with everyone that comes to tryouts or just people who maybe like, like, I'm trying to think of application. Like how can a coach who wants to do this, you, you, you know, you, you post a list of first and then say, you know, sign up for times on this calendar to come and talk to me and I'll give you feedback or we'll give you feedback. Is that the best way? What do you think? I don't think there is a best way. Yeah. I, I think whatever you're comfortable with as a coach, but at the end of the day, just having some sort of mechanism where you can communicate the why of, of why you made the decision. Uh, I just think that it, it goes a long way, man. So, any feedback, any feedback you can give them, you know, you're going to have to get a little bit stronger. You're going to have to, you, you made a lot of bad decisions with the puck. So this year really work on your poise and your blah, blah, blah. Like that can go a long way uh, for helping a kid too, you know, to hopefully yeah. make your team better the next year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just to add this thing off, I know we got like 30 seconds or so. Like, honestly, I, I want to revisit the fact that like, I've been cut plenty of times. Beck's been cut. Like a lot of, a lot of people been cut. Like 90% of players that play in the NHL play in the AHL, which means 90% of the players that play in the NHL, the top league in the world got cut. So like it's <laughs> use it as motivation, as fuel to get better. And that's why I think it's really important to provide that feedback too, because then you're actually giving those kids an opportunity to have some tangible things they can get better at. But our time is up. Share the show. Share the show. Go to GMBF.com.